0: I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, November 15th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes.
1: Okay, so Jay, the rural Canadian Mint unveiled the first look at the new loonies bearing the regal visage, visage face <laughs> of King Charles III. For all you numis... Oh, this is a tough word that's so obscure. The Peak Writers really went to town on this one. Numismaticists, a.k.a. coin collectors out there, the Mint said that a small amount of 2023 dated coins will start circulation early next month. Now, King Charles will replace his departed mother on the $20 bill as well, but the design process has only just begun, meaning Queen Liz will still grace our greenbacks for a few more years. Have you seen the new coins? Thoughts on them, Jay? Do you
0: care? No no and no i don't care i think we talked about this when the queen passed away that this is going to happen to our money it seems like a waste of money to update our money and i'm sorry king charles i respect you but not on our money what about you
1: you know i i also don't care and i'm not sure i respect king charles so i'll leave that to be a bit controversial but no no i meant
0: the throne itself
1: i guess maybe i don't know i'm not sure I, yeah anyways you know we'll leave that for another day jay but uh not to get political on the podcast but I don't know. It's interesting to see new money. I wish, like, I, I love when they redo the bills and they come up with cool designs. I always think that's a fun process. And so I wish that there was something more fun to put on it than Queen Elizabeth, but here we are.
0: Well, Queen Elizabeth is
1: fun. King Charles, not so much fun. The back, then 20. I bet you they'll do the new back of the 22, which will be exciting.
0: Yeah. Maybe cricket. That would be
1: cool. No. Hey, it's an idea,
0: Jay. Brent, aside from you clearly not being a monarchist, what do we have for Peep Boss today? For our first story, U.S. and
1: China to announce fentanyl deal. For our second story, Netflix tees off its live sports offerings.
0: And for our third story, nicotine pouches pose danger to kids, experts warn. For our first story, as Canada's opioid crisis continues, new enforcement measures in China could help restrict the flow of deadly substances to our shores. What's driving the news with China, Brett?
1: So the U.S. and China are expected to announce a new deal that will see China commit to cracking down on companies that export the chemicals used to make fentanyl, an extremely potent synthetic
0: opioid drug with shockingly high mortality rates. The deal is said to be ratified following Joe Biden and Xi Jinping's meeting taking place today in San Francisco ahead of the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Forum.
1: Now, to catch you up, in 2019, China brought the hammer down on groups producing and exporting fentanyl, but many targeted by the crackdown just pivoted their business models and began exporting the drug's component chemicals to cartels in Mexico.
0: The new strategy will attempt to stop companies in China from exporting the precursor chemicals to groups involved in the drug trade.
1: Last month, the U.S. also sanctioned 25 individuals and entities and three Canadian ones for
0: alleged involvement in fentanyl production and smuggling. And it matters because many experts agree China is the first link in the fentanyl supply chain. Severing it could drastically reduce inflow to places ravaged by the drug, including Canada.
1: Over the first third of this year, 81% of suspected opioid deaths involved fentanyl, a 42% increase since 2016 when public health first began tracking stats.
0: In total, there have been over 38,000 opioid overdose deaths in Canada between 2016 and just March of this year.
1: But enforcing the crackdown could be difficult. Many of the chemicals that are used as the building blocks of fentanyl production aren't illicit or controlled substances and are also used to make innocuous things like household cleaners and generic prescription drugs. For our second story, like us signing up to play beer league hockey, Netflix is dipping its toes into sports just to see how things play out. What's going on with Netflix and sports, Jay?
0: Well, last night, viewers tuned in to watch PGA Golf or an F1 drivers compete to win the Netflix Cup, the streamer's first ever live sporting event. So
1: the golf tourney saw four, sorry... Four, not four, but four golfers got it. Yes. Paired with four drivers, all of whom feature in hit Netflix docu-series, Full Swing and F1 Drive to Survive, respectively.
0: Netflix faced technical snafus with a previous live event for the show Love is Blind in April, but this event went smoother than a birdie putt on the 18th green.
1: And it matters because even as ratings for traditional TV dwindle, nothing breaks in viewers and ad dollars quite like live sports. The streaming industry increasingly views it as
0: a necessary product to keep growth afloat. Prime's NFL Thursday night football broadcasts average about 9.6 million viewers last year, are doing even better this year, and are a total cash cow for ad revenue. NBC's Peacock posted a 64%
1: increase in revenue and added 4 million subscribers last quarter, largely thanks to the addition of
0: NFL, MLB, and Premier League matches. Meanwhile, Warner Brothers streaming service Max just added sports offerings after suffering two straight quarters, where it lost a total of 2.5 million subscribers.
1: Now to zoom out, At its most recent earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Iger talked at length about the importance of ESPN and turning it into a preeminent digital sports platform, which is CEO speak for a streaming service that will attract viewers
0: hanging on to cable so they can watch the game. But sports viewing is already super fragmented. As many fans know, it sometimes takes extraordinary lengths to get access to every game your favorite team plays. If more content migrates to disparate streamers, it could be harder and costlier to keep up. For our third and final story today, vaping is so 2021. These days, nicotine pouches are often the vice of choice for many teens and health experts are warning that it's a serious problem.
1: Here's what's driving the news, Jay, on this interesting story, in my opinion. A coalition of health advocacy groups, including the Canadian Cancer Society and the Heart and Stroke Foundation, are calling on Ottawa to create stricter regulations for nicotine pouches over concerns around their surging popularity with teens, per the Globe and Mail.
0: Now to catch you up, Last month, Health Canada approved the launch of Zonic, a small pouch made by Imperial Tobacco containing up to 4 milligrams of nicotine and billed as a way to help smokers kick their habit.
1: Zonic comes in the same fruity flavors like Tropic Breeze that have contributed to high teen vaping usage and is available for purchase
0: in gas stations without any restrictions. The group of health advocates say products like Zonic are heavily marketed to young people and want to see them made available by prescription only.
1: It matters because the nicotine pouch business is booming worldwide, and experts argue that unless the feds do more to stop them from being marketed to teens, Canada will be facing the same problems it did with the youth vaping
0: epidemic. Health Canada data shows that Canada has one of the highest rates of teen e-cigarette use in the world, a problem that experts say has been fueled by a lack of regulation around flavored products.
1: To zoom out... Nicotine pouches have gained traction quickly, particularly in the US. Last year, sales of the popular brand Zyn exceeded 800 million units with an army of social influencers, not so cleverly called Zinfluencers, racking up nearly 300 million views on TikTok. But oh, we're all doomed, Brett. Well, we I guess really you're not, not a Zinfluencer, Jane. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada.
0: If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review.
1: And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great Wednesday, Peak
0: Pals.